Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 50 of the Be Awesome podcast, the fast and furious daily rundown of local folks, local businesses that are weathering this storm with as big a smile on their face as they can, trying to make a difference, help each other out, look out for one another. Uh, yesterday, we had Karen Newman from the Eastern Chamber of Commerce on, and she was name dropping like crazy of all the businesses in town and uh, groups. And one of them that she talked about was the old Colony Y in East of Massachusetts, which is very near and dear to me. Uh, as of recently, uh, I became uh, one of the Board of Governors in November of 2019. And I have to say that uh, my perception of the YMCA and the Eastern YMCA in particular was not anything of what it truly is. And with this uh, pandemic, it's really showing what the Y stands for and what it is. And so I'm lucky enough to have the executive director, Darcy Pava, Piva, I said it wrong. I said I purposely said it. I purposely said I wanted to say it right, and I said it wrong. Um, tomato, tomato. You yeah, good? Yeah. On on today to share all the great things that they're doing and talk about some of the challenges that they've had that they've had to overcome because uh, they have a full gym, they have a swimming pool, membership base, childcare, whole bunch of things that people were using daily um, for, you know, health and for sense of community and everything else that they've had to, you know, essentially close. So first and foremost, Darcy, welcome to the podcast. I see that you're in your office here today uh, on a rainy Friday. Um, tell us a little bit about the why, what you do and what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the YMCA, so we are a charitable nonprofit organization, um, and our number one mission and cause is to strengthen community. So um, I was lucky enough to join the old colony about seven years ago. Um, I had done an internship with uh, Bridgewater State University um, at the uh, Stoughton YMCA, and uh, I, I just fell in love with the members. I fell in love with the mission. Um, I was uh, one of the um, instructors for the very first Livestrong program that ever came to the Easton YMCA, um, and that was really a, a truly transformational time for me uh, seven years ago. And you know, through all of that, they've been so gracious and have given me so many, um, you know, training opportunities and you know, professional development opportunities. And um, I'm still here today, and I'm I'm so you know grateful and, and happy to be serving the Eastern community. Um, so I think you know when we talk about, I think you know COVID nineteen, it's rocked our worlds. Um, you know, and not only you know the nonprofit world, but you know families and businesses, individuals, kids. Uh, so we've really had to adapt very quickly to changes that were being made by, you know, Governor Baker and, you know, for the safety of our members. So, um, you know, again, the mission of the why at its core is to strengthen community. And just because our doors have closed temporarily, it, it doesn't mean that our mission, you know, go, it goes away, you know, by any means. So, you know, what we're doing is pivoting our focus um, you know, from the fitness, the group fitness programs, you know, um, our, our pool area, and we're focusing on the very basic needs of our, you know, local communities, uh, you know,
know, we were thrilled um, a couple of weeks ago, we were approved for six emergency child care sites um, throughout southeastern Massachusetts uh, for essential workers. And, you know, I think what's amazing is, you know, you, you think of essential, right? And you think of the doctors, you think of nurses, you know, people in the healthcare field, but, you know, it, it's also the grocery workers, it's the, you know, people behind the counters that are packaging meats and proteins for us, it's the truck drivers. Um, so we were really thrilled that we're able to provide, you know, child care and services to those folks. Um, those frontline people that are really just helping to make the world run right now. Um, so also at those six um, emergency childcare sites, so we've um, adopted donation centers. So anyone can drop off, um, you know, basic essential items. So it could be food, it could be clothing, um, you know, batteries, diapers, uh, toilet paper. Everybody's, uh, you know, up in a roar about toilet paper. It's the big joke. But uh, in, in all seriousness, you know, paper goods are something essential for families and, and cleanliness, um, you know, batteries, head thermometers, everything like that. So, you know, in addition to those emergency child care sites, um, we do have those donation centers um, that we are asking, you know, if anyone has anything that they would like to donate to us, you know, please let us know um, and we'll, uh, we'll point you in the right direction of, you know, how you can help, um, you know, through all of this. So we've started, the, um, it's called the COVID-19 crisis fund, um, you know, all of the funds that we raise are going to go to essentially support all of the basic needs, you know, of the community. So when you think about basic needs, it's, um, you know, it's food, it's clothing, it's, you know, mental health services, all of that. Um, but it's also those affected by the crisis impact. So, um, you know, uh, health care, uh, mental health services, you know, again, food, um, anything like that. And then also the educational gap, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, families that can't, they don't have the electronics, they don't have the resources to be able to provide, you know, those virtual learning experiences that the schools are able to help with. Um, so through this COVID-19 crisis fund, we're able to, you know, address those, you know, basic needs um, and help provide those in-home service programs um, just to help cut down on that, that gap and what it would be. Okay. And that's, so how does, how do would someone, the, the crisis fund, how does someone apply for it or how do they Yeah, get, absolutely. Uh, information yep. on it? So um, a couple of ways that you can do so if you're looking to um, donate to it, um, so we encourage everyone to go to our website at www.oldcolonyymca.org. Um, and it, it really has a plethora of information. Um, and there's a link for the, it's called COVID-19 Crisis Fund. And you just click on that. Um, and we encourage, you know, any size donation is greatly appreciated. Um, so you can go through the website. Um, if you are looking to get help with any of the things that benefit from the COVID-19 uh, crisis fund, um, just reach out to me. You can reach out through our website. Um, what I can do is, um, you know, we can talk through resources and then we can get a, a game plan together on, on how to get you there. Okay. 
And the donation centers, are those in, all in Easton or is it where? Yep, so there's, um, so there's six altogether. Um, so we have one in Easton, um, uh, East Bridgewater, Stoughton, Taunton, um, Plymouth, and Middleborough as well. Okay. Where's the one in Easton? Right at the Y? Right at the Y. Yep. Okay. And what are you, what, how, how often are you guys there? What are you, I mean, should you work in regular hours or? Yep. Um, so we have the, um, it's in our uh, vestibule right now. So, you know, even though our doors are closed, we still have, um, you know, a few of us that are in the building. So it's outside so they can drop off at any time. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, this all happened with the reality and the reason that I, uh, that I was talking about what I thought the why was and what I've learned from joining on the board of governors is, I mean, you guys have a state in regard to community and taking care of folks. Um, you have COVID-19 all the time. There's families that you guys are supporting 365 days a year. Uh, Absolutely. With, with food and child care and other services. This isn't something new for you guys to be doing. This is just no. a larger scale. Right, right. And I think, uh, you know, I think what's really cool about Old Colony is the fact that, you know, we're probably the 22nd largest um, in the United States. But I think what sets us apart is the fact that, you know, outside of the seven, you know, operating branches, the five camps, the 45 childcare sites that we have, we have all of our social services programs that embedded into everything that we do. And, you know, those go all across Massachusetts. So um, those span up into Lowell to Springfield, um, Fall River, and they go all the way to Bourne um, in the Cape. And that includes, you know, our residential programs, community-based programs, our family services. Um, and a lot of folks, you know, don't know um, that the old colony, so we're actually home to 60 families experiencing homelessness right down the road. Mm -hmm. You know, within those 60 families, we serve 120 kids, um, you know, and additionally, we serve uh, 200 families, uh, you know, across the region. So it's really, it's so much more. And I I think that's what sets us apart from, uh, you know, other Y organizations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Uh, First of all, you, you try not to even think about having, you know, having anyone that's in, in such a need, but to have that level of need and how far, how much has the need gone up or how much, what have you seen for an uptick since, since all of this has happened? Are you seeing a, a large uptick in people, you know, reaching? Absolutely. Out? Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, our social services workers, they, they're doing this all along. It's just become more critical and the need has just you know, increase exponentially over the last, um, you know, over the last two, three weeks. Um, so, you know, we're, we're extremely fortunate to have those programs in place. Uh, but it's, you know, it's really funds like the, um, the crisis fund that allow us to, you know, continue those services. And, you know, I want to bring up to that, you know, we are closed right now. Um, but when we do reopen, we are going to need you know, that financial aid um, in order to continue all the great programs that we offered, you know, when, when we were open, you know, 
at our, um, our Live Strong program for cancer survivors. We have our WaterWise program, uh, which is a, a drowning prevention water safety program that we offer free to every single second grader, uh, you know, Easton Public School. Talk a little bit more about that because I love that program yeah. and I just found out, you know, recently about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the WaterWise program started um, in uh, 2017, um, and it really highlights an awesome partnership between the Y and um, you know Easton Public Schools. And um, we were actually the first branch to pilot this program um, in the southeast. So essentially, what it is is it's a, a seven-week program that focuses on on drowning prevention. So um, we bus the second graders um, in the middle of their day uh, to the YMCA. Uh, They get about 45 minutes of learning the essentials, you know, how to ask permission before they go in the water, um, you know, what to do if they see a friend that's struggling. Um, you know, they don't jump in after them. They, you know, they go, they get help. They, they find something to pull them in with, uh, they're learning just the basics. And I think it really adds to our mission. The fact that, you know, we want Easton to be drown proof. We want our local communities to not experience another drowning. And, you know, we're starting with one second grader at a time. And, um, you know, so far since 2017, we've been able to put through 500, uh, but about 540 kids um, so far through. And, you know, we're able to offer that, um, for free due to the, you know, generosity of our donors. Yeah. I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you probably do, but it, it, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but you know, what's the percent, what's a percentage do you figure of, of second graders that come into the program that have no idea how to swim or float or have any survival instincts? I mean, do you think, is it high? Is it um, I, so I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say it's high. So what we try to do is before the program starts, um, we actually have them go through a series of tests. Um, cause it, it's really, it's not, you're not learning how to swim. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have to know the basics, you know, before you get into the program. Um, however, if we, if we do establish or, you know, notice that a child can't swim, um, you know, there's private lessons, we can work with them one-on-one, um, you know, to get them, you know, up to, up to par and, and make sure that they can take the WaterWise program. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's low, I, I would say yeah. it's low, but there's, there's still kids that, you know, come in and they don't have any idea how to swim. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, some of them, you know, don't know how to, how to float and how to protect themselves. So. Yeah, no, I just, I was just curious. I, I don't know yeah. the statistics, but I, it just seems like every summer, it just seems like there's more and more drowning that we see and we hear about. Um, and they always say, you know, and, and these are in many cases adults and they said, well, they didn't know how to swim. So I was just, right. Sure, you know, exactly. I, I know that when I was, when I was probably in kindergarten, I just got thrown into the pool and it was like, Get a, oh, get, get, get a figure, figure, figure it out. A little, little bit, a little bit different programs now. Oh, way different, way different. Yeah. So you know, uh, you, yeah. you and I talked a little bit offline before we started. You were telling me about you know the support, the outreach, and the support, and the members that are sticking sticking with it. And you guys are putting to you guys are putting some some uh, virtual classes or some. I see you on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've we've definitely had to adapt um, in terms of engaging and um, in serving our members right now. Um, so we have gone virtual. So uh, if you go to our website or our Facebook pages, 
So we've got an unbelievable variety of uh, virtual fitness offerings um, and live stream classes um, that, you know, our members and even our non-members can, uh, you know, participate in from home. Uh, I think what's really cool is our, our group exercise instructors are doing live stream classes via Zoom uh, and Eventbrite um, just so that our members get to see a friendly face and they get to work out with the people that they've been working out with for years, you know. Um, mm-hmm have, you know, our dance instructors, our program instructors that are doing videos, you know, just to engage, you know, the kids that are at home that have been in our programs for so long. So, um, you know, while it's changed in how we engage, we're still, we're still here and we we want to to know that um, and know that, you know, when we do open our doors, we're going to go right back to it. And, um, and we're here, here as soon as we can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we we got to get we got to get the doors open so we can have this, the the uh, spinathon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's still going to happen, right? I mean, I'm not, I I still I, I still got to do some pedal power. I mean, we got to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 When we uh, we were actually going to do some videos, you meet Chris and yeah. uh, 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 Ben Carroll. Yeah. So we're still going to do them. We just got to we got to open our doors first. So mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't been pedaling, so I'm I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to fall <laughs> fall apart at the seams within the first minute. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for that's that. That's okay. That's okay. So it's all about. You know, it's funny. I I I was like just talking. And I found this. So I've got these things that you gave me. They, you can't even see it because the camera. But I got eleven. And don't ask me why I have eleven. But I have an, I have eleven one month enjoy a month on me cards. I can probably give these to anybody that signs up yes. for membership. So absolutely anybody that absolutely. wants to support the why when they come back online or if you want to support it right now and have a free month of doing virtual classes or whatever just ping me um i'll i'll get uh i'll simplify the technology and just send darcy your information opposed to sending you this card but um it's a free month as long as you uh sign up for an ongoing program membership over there uh and that's going to be much needed you need you know you want to get get more people in so that uh, more more money can go towards these incredible programs, and they are incredible programs. Uh, anybody that's not familiar with the Y, especially in Easton, because it is it's a it's a magnificent building. It was one of was originally um, a gym that I think Doug King built, right? Wasn't that originally? Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was actually um, it was a shovel shop back in the eighteen hundreds. Oh yeah, so it's I mean yeah, it's part yeah. of the yeah. It's far be it for me to to leave the key part. It's uh, it's actually one of the historical <laughs> buildings. Um, that this town is built on, which is the shovel, the manufacturing of shovels, which earlier episodes, and I think I got to have uh, someone from the Eastern Historical Society on for one of these calls because the town is pretty fascinating. But yeah, the buildings from the 1800s and a local developer who's done a lot of work and uh, uh, given a lot to the community uh, turned it into a gym 30 plus years ago, or whatever. Um, and then gave it, I don't know if he gave it or sold it to you guys, and, and uh, you guys took it over and have done some. Uh, amazing things but when people drive by they go wow that's a wide gym and you know it's got an indoor pool and all that stuff uh, right. don't, they don't think about all the other things that you guys are doing so exactly um that's the that's the, the key to all of this is let's let's get more awareness to uh to what the why is doing especially right now and the need, yeah, absolutely. The, the need to help and support so if you want to donate you know batteries diapers uh, toilet paper, uh, like you say, it's I, I'm, I'm amazed that uh, you know more people are going to be getting the Charmin Forever roll. I think because uh, <laughs> one roll, one roll lasts you a month. You got no nothing to worry about. Um, uh, 
clothes? Are they able to donate clothes? Yeah, absolutely. So any of the uh, basic essentials, um, food, non-perishable items, uh, batteries, diapers, um, you know, baby wipes, anything like that, um, you know, feel free to, um, to drop them off and, and we'll make sure that, you know, we, we get them um, to our families that need them. And you mentioned technology needs. I do have some folks that I know that are uh, business owners in the tech space. Is it that you're looking for Chromebooks? Or are you looking for, I mean, are you providing with anything. Wi- wi- Wi-Fi? So yeah, I- yeah. So it's it's really anything. I think, you know, the schools, you know, across Massachusetts, and I'm sure the nation, they're working so hard um, to provide, you know, virtual offerings for um, the kids that are, are at home right now. And, um, you know, the truth is, is that, you know, a lot of families don't have access. They don't have laptops at home. They don't have Chromebooks. They don't have iPads. Um, so we're really looking for anything to help um, support those in-home programs uh, for those families. Awesome. So go to the Y, drop off donations, go to the website. It'll be on the page on my YouTube channel. It'll be on the uh, podcast station. Um, go on there. You can donate if you are in need, which there's lots of people that are right now. Um, definitely apply, reach out to Darcy and her team. They're there to help. And you know, the answer is always no until you ask. So if you need need help, be sure to ask for it because there's great people in this town and all over the place that are willing to do that. Um, and then when this thing's all free and clear, get your workout on, get, 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 get a a membership, come back and to all the members. Um, I, I guess I can speak on the behalf of Board of Governors, but at least this Board of Governor here, to all the current members that are out there right now that have a membership that you can't use, that you're sticking it out and that you're giving that monthly and, and showing support uh, beyond just going and pedaling on a bike or running on a treadmill. Thank you. You are making an absolute enormous difference in, in providing the ability for Darcy and her team to continue to support our community and, uh, and keep people as upbeat as possible through this difficult time. So Darcy, any closing words you got? Did I miss anything? I think you've covered all the bases on this one. You really Uh, did. Yeah, no, you really did. I I think to all of our members and, you know, everyone that's still supporting us, you know, please know that we miss you dearly, you know, from the staff, the leadership team, our volunteers, our board, you know, we cannot wait until we're able to reopen our doors. But, you know, we just want you to know we're still here and we're still focused on your needs. And, um, you know, we can't wait to see you. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving me a little bit of your time here. You have a great weekend. I'm gonna, this is going to be the Friday special episode uh, for Be Awesome. And that's going to do us here today. Um, if there are any local business owners, people in business, or just people that are sticking this thing out, with a smile on your face, you know somebody or you are that somebody, you know, be sure to send me an email. I'd love to have you on. I want to do one of these every single day. I'm getting a lot of feedback uh, and a ton of activity. I mean, the, the listeners, uh, um, the, the number of listeners every day and the followers and the people that are, are messaging me has just gone through the roof. Uh, it's almost a full-time job and I'm glad to do it. Um, so finding more people that are doing uh, awesome in this, in this unprecedented time, I will keep doing free of charge. Uh, just give me a shout, Josh at Be Awesome, J-O-S-H at Be Awesome, B-E-A-U-S-M. I am looking for ratings and reviews on the podcast channels, specifically the iTunes. Would love to have uh, more stars and more comments on what you think on the, uh, on regards to the podcast. You do that. Uh, I got a whole box, uh, I got a whole room full of shirts. I made a, uh, made an order just before all this stuff happened. So if you, uh, if you, 
do that. If you give me your time and your, your effort of doing a rating and review, send me an email, I'll send you a t-shirt. might not be until uh, a week or two because I'm staying hunkered down uh, following, following the uh, loose orders of, of shelter in place. Um, but I will get that shirt to you and, and, uh, just keep doing what we're doing. Everybody we're doing, we've got a ways to go. Um, so hang in there. Thank you, Darcy, to you and your team. Thank you. Everybody, Thank you. everybody out there. Uh, if you can be anything, be awesome. <laughs>